الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا رسول الله We praise God Almighty and we thank Him and we thank Him for the many blessings that he has bestowed upon us for the blessed month of Ramadan for the guidance of the Quran for the sending of prophets as individuals who can enlighten and guide mankind we declare loudly and clearly that there is no deity worthy of worship except God Almighty and we declare that Muhammad is his servant and his messenger during this blessed month, we have the opportunity to reconnect to the Qur'an. We read it nightly in Arabic and possibly in other languages. And when we reflect upon the meaning of the Qur'an, our hearts soften for the truth. And our intellects sharpen they sharpen to enable us and empower us to make good and wise decisions on how we can conduct our affairs every day. One of, the, one of the main themes that stands out in the Qur'an as we study it, we, it's a recurring theme, we hear it over and over and over again, is this idea in the Qur'an of ihsan, to be a muhsin, to be someone who does something that is beautiful, that is good. Ihsan is the most beautiful action, the most beautiful deed, good deeds. And the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, God Almighty in the Qur'an, describes the ones who do good deeds in the following many verses that I'm going to share with you today. Because we know that anyone who declares faith in one God and the prophet, the prophethood of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, is a Muslim. The next level of faith is a mu'min, a true believer. But the higher level than that is the muhsin. Because it's reported that the Prophet وسلم, was sitting one time in Medina and a gentleman appeared suddenly. The people in Medina all knew each other, but they didn't recognize this man. And he didn't look like he was traveling because he had very white clothes on, and he had very dark hair, black hair, that didn't have any dust on them. So the people were a bit strange, uh, felt a bit strange about who this person was, and they were sitting studying with the prophet, as was their custom. And this gentleman came right up to where the prophet was sitting, so close that he put his knees against the knees of the Prophet. And he put his hands on the thighs of the Prophet And he says, O oh Muhammad, tell me about Islam. And he gave the five pillars to believe in God and, the, and uh, to uh, perform the prayer, to give zakat, to fast in the month of Ramadan and to perform hajj. And the person told the Prophet, that's correct. And everyone was so surprised at this stranger coming 
asking the Prophet in this very direct way about Islam and then telling him as the Prophet that he is correct. Then he says, tell me about Iman, Mu'min, Iman, faith. And the Prophet told him about the six articles of faith to believe in God and the angels and the books and the prophets and, and the day of judgment and God's abilities, his attributes. Al-Qadr, khayrihi wa sharri. And again, the perfect person told the Prophet he's correct. And here's the third question. He then asked the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, tell me about ihsan. Tell me, a, tell me what is the most beautiful action. He said, al-ihsanu an ta'abud allaha ka'annaka tarah fa'in lam takun tarah fa'innahu yarak. Ihsan is to worship God as if you see God. And even though you do not see God, to know that God is perceiving you. Think about it for a moment. Islam is to submit and to do what is necessary. Iman, faith, is to have a full conviction of what it is that a Muslim should believe in about God and the unseen. But ihsan takes it to the next level. And that is action. To do the most beautiful thing with an awareness that God is perceiving you at all times. Now, al-ibadah, worship, doesn't just mean the five daily prayers. That's as-salah. Ibadah is a term that has very broad connotations. It can be something as simple as brushing your teeth in the morning. If you have the correct intentionality behind that, then something as mundane as brushing your teeth or smiling at a stranger or making someone feel welcome. All of those things are acts of worship if done with the correct intention, sincerely for God and to serve fellow human beings. So, Ihsan is to do the most beautiful thing with a knowledge that God is perceiving you, which focuses in on the intention. But this is how also the Qur'an modifies and explains and clarifies what it takes to be a muhsin and what are the reward and the benefits of being a muhsin. Someone who engages in good deeds, most beautiful conduct. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and who can be better in religion than one who submits his whole his or her whole self to God does good deeds muhsin and follows the ways of Abraham, the true in faith. For Allah, for God did take Abraham as a friend, as a Khalil, as a true friend, is the way God describes Abraham because of those attributes. Amongst them is that he was a, mu a muhsin. Or when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ فِي السَّرَّاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْضَ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنَ النَّاسِ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ those who spend freely, whether in prosperity or in adversity, who restrain anger 
and pardon other people, for God loves those who do good. And here again, the word is al-muhsinin, the doers of good. To spend, whether you have a lot of money or little, whether times are good or hard, you spend in the cause of God. You forgive other people. You control your anger. These are deeds that are most beautiful, that Allah describes as the, those who are the doers of good. Al-Muhsin, Al-Muhsinin. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَاصْبِرْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِيعُ أَجْرَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And be steadfast in patience. For verily God does not lose the reward of those who are righteous. The muhsin. So being patient is another attribute of ihsan, of doing what is most beautiful. Or when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَمَّا بَلَغَ أَشُدَّهُ آتَيْنَاهُ حُكْمًا وَعِلْمًا وَكَذَلِكَ نَجْزِ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And this last phrase is repeated half a dozen times in the Qur'an. And it reads in translation, When Joseph, this is the story of Prophet Yusuf salam, When Joseph attained his full manhood, we gave him power and knowledge. Thus do we reward those who do right. So now we're talking about the reward of the one who is a muhsin, who has dedicated his or herself to the service of God in doing good deeds. What is the reward? Well, he rewarded Prophet Yusuf with power and knowledge. And then says, and likewise, we will reward those who are muhsin, who are doers of good deeds. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْ وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ مُحْسِنُونَ Verily, God is with those who restrain themselves, who show self-discipline, and those who do good. That God is with those who do good. This is another reward of someone who is a muhsin. And Allah describes the believer, the, the, the muhsin, as follows, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُولَنَا and as for those who strive in our cause, we will certainly guide them to our paths. And verily God is with those who do right. God is on the side of those who strive and struggle for his cause. During this month, we're training ourselves. We're training ourselves to be more aware of God. We're breaking ourselves from our normal habits. We feel the hunger pains right about now for lunch. And we remind our, it reminds us that we have a higher purpose in life. We are training ourselves to not get angry. There's a higher purpose. All of these efforts that we make in this blessed month are habits that can help us become of the muhsinin, the ones that God promises all of these great rewards to, and the one who God says about them that He is with them. And finally, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Wa man yuslim wajhahu ilallahi wa huwa muhsin, 
فقد استمسك بالعروة الوثقى وإلى الله عاقبة الأمور Whoever submits his whole self to God and is a doer of good to submit oneself to God and to do good it's a two-part formula the one who does that has grasps, grasped indeed the most trustworthy handhold and with God rests the indecision of all affairs let us in this most blessed month make the commitment to not only believe and deepen in our faith but to let that belief manifest itself in doing ihsan in doing something that is beautiful in making God's message that we understand in our in our head and in our heart something that translates into beauty in the world with what we do with our hands let us ask Allah for guidance and assistance in this effort truly God answers those who call upon him Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهُ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا تَتَنَزَّلُوا عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ أَنْ لَا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَبْشِرُوا in the case of those who say our Lord is God and further stand straight and steadfast the angels descend on them from time to time saying fear ye not nor grieve but receive the glad tidings of the garden of bliss which you were promised it's a two-part formula those who say we believe in God and then do the hard work we're fortunate as Muslims our theology is so straightforward it makes sense to our minds and our hearts we should believe in one God that's the easy part the hard part is doing the work the question that we need to ask ourselves we live in a consumer society here are we consumers when we come to the masjid or are we contributors do we come here just to receive or do we come here to give back to increase the beauty that can emanate from this community we need to ask ourselves what have we done this month to contribute to this community there are those who contribute financially and that's appreciated but there are so many other ways that you can contribute and many of you might wonder how is it that I can contribute to this community there are many ways the first way is you might not be aware it's been a while since it's been mentioned but we have a food pantry we have a food pantry that was started four years ago here at the Islamic Center and it's part of an interfaith food pantry network there are 14 churches a synagogue and now the Islamic Center we started out we had 15 people that were coming from the local neighborhood they would come and receive groceries and we got the food because people from the community contributed 
to that food program. Over the years, some of you have volunteered. It's every Saturday from 10 to 11.30. Some of you have volunteered and helped hand out groceries. Word spread. We had 30 people, and that was a high point. Then 40, then 50, then 100. Recently, we've had 200 families come from the Islamic Center, from the local non-Muslim community, and receive bags of groceries in a dignified, honorable environment. We're not preaching. We don't hand out any literature. We don't even talk about Islam. We are simply manifesting our responsibility, the beauty of this message, by serving others and providing you with the opportunity to serve. This is an open invitation for anyone who would like to come and serve the neighborhood any Saturday from 10 to 11.30 to make bags of groceries and to receive people graciously from our neighborhood. In these difficult times, it is much appreciated, but more importantly, it's an opportunity for you to contribute. There are a myriad of other ways for you to contribute. We're very active in reaching out to the interfaith community, and just today, we had over 50 interfaith leaders show up here this morning at 9.30 for a press conference that was organized by the Muslim Public Affairs Council. Over 50 interfaith leaders came here. CNN came, and they heard the message loud and clear. Islam and Muslims are not the enemy. Islam and Muslims are not the enemy. Islam and Muslims are our neighbors and our friends, and we support them. How did, the, how did it come about that 50 interfaith leaders showed up here today? It's through the work of relationship building. So there are, there are opportunities to engage in interfaith relations. It's not just for the self-serving purpose so that when we're under attack, they show up. It's our obligation as Muslims to reach out, to be heard, to, to, so that people know who, it, who we are and what it is that we stand for. This is part of contributing. We have Zakat Committee. We have youth programs. I would ask each of you, throughout this month, to think of how best you can serve this community. We have a table in the back after the Jummah prayer, and you can sign up and join a committee. I was asked by Saddleback Church to speak there earlier this month. And when I went there, I got a tour of this mega church. 22,000 members attend this church. 22,000 members. I said, how do you organize 22,000 members? You must have a very large staff. They said, no, we have a very little staff, minimal staff. I said, how do you organize so many people? He said, most of our meetings are a couple dozen people large. We meet at people's homes. We meet at, uh, in small rooms here on weeknights. We're always busy. There's always something going on. He said, but in the course of a one or two week period, all 22,000 members are engaged in the church. I said, how do you do it? He said, volunteers. Volunteers is how we do it. People, when people come to the church, I was told that they attend a training session. That's six classes long, each class four hours. And what they learn in that training session is a little bit about the faith and a lot about how they can contribute to the community and doing community service. 
I was told that volunteers from that community traveled all around the, the world, to every country in the world, to do community service work on their own expense. So we have a lot of work to do in our community so that we become a, a community of contributors and not consumers. Let us ask Allah in this blessed month, in this sacred hour, to answer our prayer and to help us, to forgive us, and to guide us. اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه Oh Allah, give us in this world that which, is, which will help us and give us reward in the hereafter. Let us to draw near unto you. Help us to see truth as it truly is and help us to follow it. Oh Allah, let us to identify falsehood as it truly is and help us to avoid it. Oh Allah, open our hearts to guidance from you. O oh Allah, purify our hearts through and accept from us our good deeds. Let us to follow up our missteps with, with good deeds that will be pleasing unto you. Let those deeds wash away the blackness from our hearts. O oh Allah, fill our hearts with your light. O oh Allah, fill our hearts with the Qur'an. O oh Allah, fill our hearts with love of you and love of the prophets, including our beloved prophet, محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم أقم الصلاة إن الصلاة تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر <تصفيق>